We all have questions about the mysterious, miraculous, about the inexplicable and seemingly impossible phenomena that occur in our lives. We all must face the questions of our existence, the why am I here? Where did I come from? Where do I go when I die? Questions wondering, why is this happening? What does this mean? Why me? Sometimes those questions simply will not cease being asked. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker, and today we look at Intelligent Guide to the Sixth Sense by Heidi Sawyer. So how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at exploration of the psychic and healing realms, how to utilize them in serving others. We explore a brilliant guidebook for those seeking to do the same, to explore what it means to identify, understand, use, and develop those skills. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I do have and use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. This material may be centuries old, but it is no less relevant now than it was in the furthest reaches of antiquity. Much of the history of the word psychic is wrapped up in connotation, mysticism, and taboo. Some people associate the word psychic with fortune-telling or traumatic injuries such as a bump on the head that somehow makes you all-knowing and all-seeing. For me, it has been about developing a curiosity and willingness to investigate more of the potentially unknown, coupled with the strong desire to help people unveil a magical part of themselves which they will never regret finding. It is about exploring the energy of specific situations and the potential outcomes based on the energy moving forward. It's about how to deal happily with the inevitable or looking at blocks within the psyche that prevents aspects of life as we progress. 
such as job opportunities or relationships. I strongly believe we are surrounded by waves of energy, and we are all capable of deciphering those, if only we put our minds to it. <laughs> I believe everything in the universe is connected, and it is open for viewing. We just need to link into it. For correct interpretation, however, the link must be clear and free of interruption. Now, the interruptions are our own fears, our own limitations, and judgments that act as a filter for what would otherwise be pure energy ready for conversion into something tangible. The tangible is the truth, for energy cannot lie. It is only the interpretation that can be incorrect. Interpretation. To be labeled psychic in today's society often places a person as something out of the ordinary, even abnormal. Many people think it is mumbo-jumbo, a trick, or the imagination. Much of the fear around the word psychic comes from history and from horror of the unknown. As soon as we go to school, much of our sensitivity to our sixth sense is lost. This is because society teaches logic, practicality, and common sense. Common sense. It is emphasized that we must accept only science rather than any form of intuitive instinct. Indeed, science is considered the only acceptable way of knowing, and the scientific method the only acceptable means of arriving at the truth. Many children come into this world with a powerful sixth sense and the ability to see and experience a connection with spirit. Many also have strong recollections of having been here before, in terms of past lives. We do forget that most masters, from Mozart to Einstein, are famous for their daydreaming. This daydreaming has been the source of fantastic inspiration that lies outside of realm of logic and reason. What a shame it is that imagination is not often encouraged in young children. Everyone at the beginning of actively developing his or her psychic skills <clears throat> is very conscious of the logical mind, constantly questioning whether the experience is real or imagined. Too much focus on the logical slows one's process of learning how to trust intuitive skills and allowing them to develop. Generally, as humans, we do forget we are a spirit with a body rather than a body with a spirit. When we do allow ourselves to function from the spirit, well, then great things do happen. One of the strongest blocks 
to a person's intuition and psychic ability is a hugely disorganized life. Psychic ability is a relay between your conscious mind and your higher self. For that relay to occur consistently, you must first be able to reflect upon your present circumstances. If you are buried under too many responsibilities and demands, there is no time for reflection. Organizing your life back to your intention. Organizing will follow your true intentions in life. Your true intentions are the things you really care about. Once organized, take 15 minutes a day to reflect upon them and your psychic abilities will, without a doubt, improve significantly. A quiet mind, key to developing intuition. Spirit communication is not always loud and clear. Some parts can seem distant or you may have to strain to hear for other people or at other times the communication can be a booming in your ears or in your head. Hearing spirits can also be a subtle communication, a kind of an unspoken knowing. This sense of knowing can become stronger as you become more used to communication from the other side. Knowing your own mind is a very clear pointer to communication with spirits. Many people who are spontaneously developing their psychic abilities or who have a keen interest in doing so find that they have a better understanding of themselves. Self-development really means becoming aware of who you are and how you think and how you feel and react. And then taking those features that are based on fear or the ego's need for power and control and changing them into a more wholesome stance that is compatible with others who may actually feel the same way. It involves realizing that you can change aspects of the self or inherited behaviors if you want to. It involves learning new skills for interacting with the world in a way that produces the best results for yourself and for others. Self-development means discarding the excuse you cannot teach an old dog new tricks and its cousin you can't teach a new dog old tricks for. You most certainly can if the dog really wants to learn. Knowing yourself is one of the key starting points of developing any aspect of psychic or intuitive awareness. The second key aspect of self-development for psychic development is to look at what you are afraid of and what you are frightened of. Everyone else seems to be clambering up the banks or swimming against the tide. Only when they become too tired and finally give in do they then let go enough to flow with the river. 
That's why when you are looking for something or are desperately attached for an outcome, it doesn't seem to happen. The moment you let go and let be, it all comes at once. Imagine what life would be if you did this every day. Most people have no real idea of their stress levels or when something needs adjusting. Most of us wait until something or someone falls over before changing an aspect of our lives that requires adjustment, learning how to recognize when something goes against our deepest grain and having the courage to change it depend on our ability to know what goes on in our own body. To do this, you must learn to match the communication between your head and your heart. <clears throat> this requires listening to your body, then relying on the logical thought processes of your head. This is best achieved through release work. Release work involves releasing the stored energy of old emotions in the body. This can be achieved by listening deeply to yourself. The lies you tell yourself. The quiet chatter that dictates how you operate in this world. Disciplined and quiet mind. A library where you can be open to hearing communication from spirit and the higher mind is key. Spending time outside in nature helps any imbalances. It is also a vital aspect of remaining grounded on a very basic level. Going for a walk in the woods or in an open space calms the most stressed of the individuals. Healing or any form of energy work, including massage, will encourage stagnant energies to leave the chakra system. Your energy system needs to relax for a deep release. And if you are uncomfortable with the person facilitating that release, then your system will not open up enough. Cold showers in the winter. Sounds like an awful idea. Unfortunately, they actually work at any time of the year. Flash of a cold shower over your head will shock the energy system forcing out anything that actually has collected during the day or that was on its way out. If you are prone to picking up on the thoughts and feelings of others, especially their fears, a cold shower is a must. It is important to remember the uniqueness of every person. How quickly your intuitive ability opens up will depend on whether you are a hare or a tortoise. If you're a tortoise and you attempt to develop at a hare's pace, you will come unstuck. There is such a thing as going too fast. And if you do go too fast, it will tend to show up as overwhelming feelings of fear. It is possible to be overly cautious within the realm of psychic development. Perhaps this is because of fear or preconceived ideas, whether the source, whatever the source, it can inhibit psychic development.
For some, this may show up as a habit of negative thinking or seeing the worst in situations. This will inhibit your ability to tap into the whirlpool of resources deep within your psyche. Negative thinking indulges the logical mind in its most abhorrent form. There is a quite a dark, stark distinction between clairvoyance and mediumship, one that needs to be observed. If you are to be clear on your particular or potential skill, clairvoyance refers to those who have the ability to see clearly. It is the ability to pass on information from a precognition perspective. That is, the ability to see the future before it happens. This is obviously very helpful for seeing around the corners, so to speak, but it is also disconcerting for those who do not like what they do see. There are some basic methods of psychic protection on an everyday level. The most effective one has been mentioned earlier, and it is not the most pleasant, particularly in the winter months, a brief cold shower. Three seconds of cold water on your head will shock any gathered bits of debris out of your energy field. Both spiritual and psychic healing can be effective for emotional healing. During the moving of energy to create a circumstance where emotional healing can occur, a process takes place. A person will move from sensitivity to acceptance. Where perhaps something was a sensitive issue, they will actually progress to an understanding and letting go, moving from anger to a place of peace. Now this is achieved through the manipulation of energy. Only it does not involve talking or counseling. Top 10 ways to develop your psychic, your intuitive skills. Number one, meditation and inner work. Number one, meditation and inner work. Number two, nutrition. Number three, imagination. Number four, reading. Number five, patience. Number six, feet on the ground. To be very grounded, you have to be comfortable in your own body, fully present in the now, and comfortable with your existence in the physical world. Grounding is easy. It is achieved through a simple act of imagining roots coming from your feet and penetrating deep into the earth instantly. The feeling of being more present is achieved with a clearer head. Number seven, daydreaming or quiet time. Number eight, exercise, yoga. Number nine, notice. Taking the time to notice the world around you will increase your ability to link with the sixth sense and will actually train you to use your instinctual capabilities better. And number 10, use psychic powers to learn about yourself.
before using them for others. The main purpose in developing your psychic ability should be to learn about yourself. You may have had psychic experiences that initially triggered your interest, but the main reason for exploring this area should be you. And there you have it, intelligent guide to the sixth sense. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video. Like it, like it, like it. So more people can enjoy it. Share it too. Spread the word. Do share it. Leave a comment and do share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel. Stay up to date. You know how to do this. The link to this book <coughs> is in the description below. So you buy it, you read, and you never stop learning, especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and find out what actually motivates you. What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management even further, well, do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.